try that again. <laughs> Technical difficulties, but it's all good. Happy Tuesday. We are connecting live again for our Shift Your Thinking Tuesday episode where we transform our inner experience to a phenomenal outer experience for 13 minutes of our time, we do it together, we grow together, we build together. Okay, I feel so much better about that. There was so many things, that I'm, I'm telling you, it's one of those mornings where there's so much happening and it's all good. It, we have those mornings. Yes, Shift Your Thinking is scheduled at 8.10 Pacific time, 11.10 Eastern, but life happens and we have to make adjustments. It's all good. However, what's important is that we are committed to remain consistent to have the program going. So if you're joining me for the first time, I'm Lisa P or Lisa Puerto. You can say Puerto or Puerto. Si hablo español también. My family isn't native to this country. My family's from Belize, Central America. If you all ever wondered, where is this chick from? I am first generation uh, born here, which I didn't realize that I think until post-college, uh, re recently in a couple of years, I realized I was actually the first one in my family born in the United States. In LA specifically, which is where I get LA super agent from on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube.com. Make it real easy for you. All right, so some wonderful things have been happening, okay? And we're going to get into episode 53, and I'm calling this, uh, where is it? Hold on, let me get it. I'm calling this, what will your epitaph say? This episode is going to be very near and dear to me. I know that, why? Because it wasn't until I started living from the end it wasn't until I started living from the end that I really and truly started to live. And if you really can really garner what I'm saying here, you can re if that if you can if that really resonates with you. If you can really comprehend. And I'm gonna say comprehend because I'm practicing in no longer using the word understand. So you will hear me self-correct in lieu of saying understand, I'm saying understand, overstand or comprehend. I'm just working on activating something within me. And you can join me, I'm very intentional with words because it is what you speak is what you create. Abracadabra in Hebrew is actually Hebrew for you create what you speak. So you are really a magician in this lifetime. And from all my magicians who are having a wonderful time, 
I love you. I love you. And for those of you who are waking up to be magicians, welcome. You are not alone. And so it may take some events in your lifetime that will take you to wake up some tragic tragedy where you can turn your mission into a message and then some money, right? It's the universal law. It's the science of getting rich, if you ever wondered how that worked. And so I'm saying this, what will your epitaph say? What will the headstone say after you are long and gone and have transitioned from this physical realm? What will your legacy be if you care to leave one? I am a mother. And so I, there was a point in time that I had to ask myself those questions. And, and it, it, was, it got serious when I insured my life. And when I say insured my life, I took out a life insurance policy. And if you are young or older, take out life insurance. It's really love insurance. And, and no one's paying me to say that or anything. But there are two things that really create generational wealth in this time. And that's life insurance and real estate. So I'm, I just want to throw that out there. Hello, hello. Welcome. Okay, so quick shout out. Shout out on Instagram. Shout out on Facebook. Shout out on the radio podcast. You're listening to iTunes, Google, Google Play, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Stitcher. Hello, hello, hello. So we're continuing our episode from Shift Your T Thinking. 200 Ways to Improve Your Life by Dean Del Sesto. We are in episode 53, and I am calling it, What Will Your Epitaph Say? Join in, say hello if you are on the Facebook or Instagram. So this is really near and dear to me, and this is going to be very easy, very easy. Good rising, Cell Castle. yes. Thinking about your life from the end of it backward is truly forward thinking. So I'm on the section that says, thinking about your life from the end of it backward is truly forward thinking. This is really activating a different way in living your life. And this is where I have been coming from. So most folks look at me high energy because I get to start all over every single day. You talk about being reborn, that is when you open your eyes, you get to do it again. And I'm living from a place of the end. I'm already in the end. I already know what it looks like. I already know what, what song should be playing, how people should be dressed. I can anticipate what people will say of me based on the way I am living my life, not for social media. I'm just sharing with you because this is my digital footprint for my children's children's children. And I have said this before on some of the past episodes, when I talk about the things that I'm doing through Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, Ready, Set, Real Estate uh, uh, TV and radio show, from all the real estate literacy books that I'm designing, from the presentations and the places that I travel and speak and touch, I'm living from the end already. That's the amazing part. That's the truth. That's the secret. Live from the end telling you this is going to be fire and I'm going to really truncate this in the next 10 minutes and we're out because we started late but on time you get what I mean he says the most valuable of our life senses is the sense of life urgency how synchronistic that I was having all the technical difficulties why because I hear ambulance passing back and forth 
And there were some other things going on. And then finally, now I'm on. So now we're back. The author says, I remember once when I was asked to write my own epitaph. That is so powerful. If you haven't had a chance to do that yet, write it. What will people say of you? Be intentional with your words. Be intentional with your actions. Right. Be mindful of what you say, because you can't get that back out. You can't get that. You can't get it out. You can't get it back. You cannot recover it is what I'm saying. They're daggers. They are very powerful. Same thing with your actions. Same thing with your actions. What you do leaves a precedence. It is a marker in time and space. Ooh, this one's going to be good. He says an odd request, but amused and intrigued. I indulged, he said. Hello, sacred feminine, Devante, hello. For the moment, the exercise of putting finiteness on my life forced me to think with a sense of urgency and clarity, not the day-to-day -day vagueness I often live in. Clarity is where we want to be. It's so funny, I brought on an, uh, a new coach, a new team member, to support and build me. And you do need accountability partners. You do need people that are special to uh, help design your life. And so I'm really excited about working with him uh, because I'm, I'm activating more of my feminine principle, my divine energy. And he says to me, goddess mother is a gangster. <laughs> he says, goddess mother is a gangster. And he said, but you have to learn how to operate in her feminine energy. And that is where I truly want to operate more from, especially because when I'm in business and I'm in a world negotiating with men, you know, I'm carrying more of some burdens than I would like, which is why I'm thankful for my business partners and for the men and the kings in my life, because then I can be a woman, a woman acting in my grace. There are certain things in this life I do not want to do that I will allow my king to do. I want my king to do those things because he is designed to do that. I would want to activate more of the incubation energy in me, where I incubate, manifest, co-create. Yes. Mm. So as we're talking about living in the end and activating that, he says, being more of a visionary than a planning type, I always envisioned there was no need for urgency and figured who needs the stress now. The author says, I'll put it off until later. How many of you are putting it off until later? I already know what the call to action is going to be at the end of this right now. I'm going to say it right now in case you have to go or if you catch it on the replay, right? Write the epitaph. Write your epitaph. What will it read? How will it be? What will it say? How will it look? Write it. Do not be afraid that you are going to die because that is a fact of life. But in the meantime, when you already know what it looks like, that's when you start to enjoy life. That is where I have been in true enjoyment of it. Oh my goodness. Come on, y'all. Come on. He says, now that a few years, okay, he says decades have passed, I call my youthful thinking the trap 
of I've got boatloads of time. How many of us think we have lots of time? I cannot believe that I'm already into year seven of my 10-year plan. I have put out a 10-year plan. I'm already in year seven. I remember when I first jumped into real estate uh, in 2006, I wanted, to, I had a vision of what, I, what 10 years in this industry would look like for me. I really wanted to be the go-to person in this industry. I wanted when people thought of real estate, they thought of me. And that was ambitious for a 21-year-old, very ambitious. I, I mean, not even coming from a generation or family of real estate professionals or real estate literate people. But when I jumped in this industry, I already knew what, what would it look like? What would I say 10 years in? I'm in now in year 12. And I am now known as super agent. That is my federal registered trademark that goes along with being creator and founder of Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, which is this country's first nonprofit that is real estate focused for the youth and young adult. And now I have my own show, Ready, Set, Real Estate, which is a signature show that has representation of diverse people in the real estate industry, which the mainstream media does not offer. Would you say that I am right on plan with what my epitaph will say of me? Yes, because I wrote it. I took the time to write it, to write what the end will say. What will it look like? Don't be afraid to live in the end. It is coming. It is the inevitable. Be very comfortable with it. He says, actually, we don't. Time is like rust. Momentum builds as time goes on. Absolutely. I've actually declared um, adding to my notch, adding to my career and pursuing a dream of mine. I won't share it now. I'll share it when I step in fully into that but I am moving forward and stepping into a childhood dream that complements real estate. Actually, uh, everything I do is surrounded with real estate. But isn't it funny that as he says, time goes on, momentum builds, you might as well, you might as well. There's a saying that, you know, how long will it take for you to do X, Y, Z? 10 years, guess what? 10 years still has to pass, so you might as well. The foresight of realizing how short life is should force everyone to put a little more effort into seeing into the later years. Again, do not be afraid to live in the end. It is the inevitable. He says there's a great value in thinking through the details of our total life picture and working toward the end we desire. That is the place in which you can control is the end. Listen, that is what you are writing, creating as co-creator. That is what you create, the end, instead of being happenstance or wind in the leaf or the supporting actor in someone else's story. That is where this is so much fun right now. It really is right now. This is where it's so much fun because you are co-creating it and you are looking at all the other supporting actors who are playing out their roles and their parts. That is where I can live and love freely 
I mean, really love, because I, when I say this, I really love you. And why is that? Why is it that I can truly love you? Because I love myself. I cannot give you what I cannot, what I do not possess. I cannot give you that. And think about that. When we talk about on the past episodes, we are in relationship with everything and everyone. They are a reflection of you. You are projecting that, which is why on episode 51, I think we talked about it is not possible for you to harm yourself when you are the projecting, when you are the one doing the projection. All right. I know this, this, it's the book. We get to go deeper and deeper and deeper. We are really delving here, but this is what we are talking about when we're saying improving our lives, living in the end. He says, when we take the time to see what's really achievable in the time we have left, it will sober us right up to what we'll need to do in the present time to have the future turnout the way we envision. He says, this is the true beginning of a great ending. Or one day you'll wake up and realize the years left simply can't add up to what you thought and dreamed about. He says, the clock is ticking. I shared this the other day and I'm quoting someone and I'll leave you with this. That's it, you guys, imagine that. 13 minutes went by really quickly. These are some gems for us to activate our super you. He says, clock, the clock is ticking, and I leave this with you. The best way to create, the best way to know the future is to create it. The best way to know the future is to create it. What will your epitaph say? All right, you guys, have a powerful and productive week. I love you, love you, love you. I'll see you next week on episode 54. Thank <laughs> you.